0: I'll get back to you.
1: Hi, Jim. Thanks for the dinner invitation. I'd love to, but does it have to be the taco stand?
0: Okay. Yep. On the count of three. One, two, three. Hello! And welcome to a, a. Rocket Files God Podcast. $200 a day and plus expenses, as we call it. Yes. I'm Dr. Steve Kluche, and over there is a. Doctor Broadbeck.
2: That is correct. I am a doctor Broadbeck
0: anymore because um...
2: yeah, two days ago another one happened. Uh, yeah, his, uh... my daughter, my daughter Madeline got a PhD. Got her finished her oral uh, for her PhD. Uh, it at at Western. Uh, it was uh, and I went and I've that was kind of cool and exciting and yes, and then I got a e- uh, text from her later that just said, "Doctor Broadbeck at your service." And then we went. To, then we went to the student, right, at the student pub, and drank alcohol for a few hours. It was good. Yeah. Cool. Yes. Congratulations to Maddie. She is yep. a doctor.
0: Congratulations. Welcome to the club.
2: Yes, indeed. Welcome to the priesthood. Mm-hmm. Uh. You can call
0: yourself a real doctor now. That's right. Exactly. Not like exactly. those fake MDs. Not
2: like the fake ones.
0: <laughs> okay. So um <laughs> today we're talking about season two, episode five. Mm-hmm. The deep blue s- sleep. Yep. But first Hi everyone, John Brobeck here, and here's Steve Spotlight. So um I sent a DM on the yeah. X. To a Doctor Broadbeck,
2: it's you to just a one. just, just yeah. one of them, not to both not of not
0: us. To, that's right, uh, not to both of you. Um, and I have dubbed mm-hmm. Rocky, Dennis, Beth, and Angel mm-hmm. the core four.
2: I and I, I can't think of a better way to put it. I like it, it's and okay. uh, I approve of this message. Yes.
0: So today, I, I, I obviously I have stolen that from the New York Yankees, but who cares? Yeah, sure, that's, um, <laughs> you know, no. Um, just so people know that I am aware that they, the Yankees had a core four in the late nineties. I, I yeah, it's,
2: it's fine. fine. It's fine. So, that's right.
0: Just so people don't say, "Hey, you stole that." It's like, yes, no. yes, yes, yes. No,
2: I did. we didn't steal it. Don't don't no, tell. No, turn no, it in. No. We were not plagiarizing. I, no, I
0: didn't steal it. Yeah, well, I I put a footnote. I ah. I, I cited it. It's exactly. from the New York Yankees. Therefore, right. it's it's research. That's right. It's not not plagiarism. Exactly. So today we're going to talk about one of the core four. I mean, we're not going to do all four of them together, but we are going to we're going to mix them in as we go for through. Sure. Um and um so today we're going to talk a little bit about Joe Santos. Nice. The great Joe Santos, um who unfortunately who sadly passed away in 2016. Mm-hmm. Um um from 1931. Of course, he plays Dennis Becker. Yep. Uh which is, you know, has a very and one of the good things I like about the four characters Is they all have a kind of different relationship with Jim?
2: Yes, very much so.
0: And they're all very conflicted too, for different reasons, right? Like, but and of course, Dennis's is because he's a cop, um, and Jim is a private eye, a private eye that a lot of people don't like as well, right? So he he's always caught between, as as we've seen in episodes already, sort of caught between this his kind of duty, what what he's got to do for his job and his loyalty to, to his friend, you know, and, and it's always cool because they always find ways of kind of working around it. Like, you know, arresting Rocky as a material (laughs) witness (laughs) because they don't, he can't, he can't send somebody to protect Rocky whose life is in danger in gear, gear jammers, of course. Yes. Um, And then he, but, but they, he and Jim are able to put their heads together and come up with an idea. Right. Right. So, you know, um, and so that's, I think that's kind of like the the neat thing about that kind of relationship. Yes, for sure. Um, Yeah. And of course, uh, Santos himself, uh, he was born, he's born in New York in case you don't Mm -hmm. know. Now, as Dave knows, I've been searching online for something and I, I, I I can't find it. I probably should find find it in my notes, but he was in, he was in an uncredited thing. We did this on the uh, masochist movie collective. Oh, okay. Rod Serling wrote a version of A Christmas Carol.
2: Oh, that sounds nice. That sounds like something I'd like to watch.
0: (laughs) Yeah, in which he kind of uh, has this debate with this character Mm -hmm. who very much... Now, obviously, Serling does not approve of this character's philosophical perspective. But the character is essentially... An Anne Rand fan, fan, ah. and is espousing all her ideas. And what the Christmas ghosts prove to him yeah. is how flawed that argument is. No, that sounds that sounds exactly
2: <laughs> like I, I, it sounds like something I'd like to watch every couple of days.
0: Um, and I, I forget what it's called. That's what I was trying to look for the the, the okay. title the title of it. Um, it was from 1964. Okay. Um. But and the reason I mention it is, Joe Santos has has a role as an extra. There,
2: oh, there's wow.
0: a, there's a scene where um you know one of the characters played by Peter Sellers, okay, um is ex, is a, ex, espousing his ideas, right. Uh, and and in 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 the crowd there's a guy wearing a, a football jersey with the number eight on it and if and you can only see him every once in a while but it yeah. is Joe Santos I looked at it and it's like oh, hey, that's, that's, awesome. that's Joe, that's Joe Carol
2: for another Christmas that's it
0: Carol for another Christmas thank you very yep. much no problem um and I'm going to watch this yeah it's 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 really interesting right like it's a really great, kind, so. I mean it's it's dated because it's like a cold war thing right so yeah, it's sure. like you know as Oliver said it's very much a product of its time sure that's fine but it, but it, but it's a, but it's a really it's a really good kind of uh it, it takes a Christmas, a Christmas carol and moves it around a bit and changes yeah. it.
2: Nice. Um,
0: I also remember Joe Santos from a TV show, a very short-lived TV show in 1980 from 1980 okay. um, called Me and Max. <laughs> yeah, do you, do you <laughs> yeah I do.
2: I do. And and, and uh, uh, folks, Michelson? Steve sent me a, a little preview for Me and Max. I did. Which was um, really something to watch. Maybe if you'd like, we can drop that preview in right now.
0: Yeah. The bachelor life ended when his daughter moved in. It's time
1: I got to know you and see if we could get
0: it on. Huh? Me and Max right after Sanford Saturday.
2: So now you've heard what the preview was. Yeah. And that and was what it was. That's yeah. all I'm going to say.
0: And it also starred uh, uh, Melissa Michelson, who, I mean, because people obviously saw heard that on the um, thing, um, yeah. who was kind of a big deal at that Time, I think so. You know, yeah, she was, she was in in some uh, made for TV movies called Orphan Train, which I remember watching. Yep, um, which was which aired in, in uh December 22nd, 1979, a kind of weird little Christmas movie which did, wasn't about Christmas but it aired at Christmas, right? And of course, she was in the um movies that we perhaps don't talk about much anymore the, the Goldie and the Boxer movies, oh, cool. starring. O.J. Simpson.
2: Yeah. Okay.
0: Uh, yeah. You know. Um, and then, so then she she was in this this um, TV show with. Uh, also, keep in mind that I had a big crush on Melissa Michelson.
2: That's fair. Uh, that's perfectly but, fine.
0: But also keep in mind, she is the same age as me. So it wasn't creepy at the time. Exactly. Uh. That's, that's,
2: that, 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 makes complete sense at, at that time.
0: Yes. Not now, like, it would not be like a 56 year old man, creeping creeping on a 14 year old. We yeah. were both 14 year olds. No, I, it's, it's the same thing. There's,
2: there's one coming up in season three where I had a thing for the girl and I looked yeah. at her, I thought, Ooh, that's gross. And then I looked up, it's like, Oh, she's literally exactly my age. That's yeah, fine. Exactly. I, I was attracted to her when she was 12 and I was 12. That's fine.
0: <laughs> exactly, and and her brother is the guy from A Christmas Story, uh, Peter Billingsley.
2: Right. Yep. So Peter Billingsley hilarious. he's yeah. great. Yeah, it's good.
0: Yeah. So um, and yeah, and so uh, Santos. I mean, and of course he, you know, being kind of like the character actor that he was, he he was he was on loads of things. He was on an episode of Baba Black Sheep. Mm-hmm. Um, he was. He was. He was in sep- seven episodes of The Sopranos.
2: That's right. Uh, I totally know, forgot yeah, he was in The Sopranos. That's, in right. The
0: soprano, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, um, Angelo Angelo was his character's name. Yeah. Um, he was in Shaft's Big Score. I love that Just from 1972. That's great. You know, and, and of course he's been on like Murder She Wrote and all those kinds of things. And, yeah, uh, he's probably been on the Love Boat because you and I have been on the Love Boat. So uh, you know that's yeah. that's.
2: That's I directed. A, I directed two of them. Yeah,
0: exactly. And that's that. Everybody was on the Love Boat, so um, even Jason in Tennessee was on on the Love Boat once. He
2: was. He was. Um, yeah. Yeah. So he's yep. on a couple of them at least. Yeah. Exactly. I think he. It was something. It's something with Barbie Benton was in that one.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Barbie Benton. Yeah. He. He. He played Gopher's friend who had a had a crush on Barbie Benton.
2: <laughs>
0: yes. <laughs> exactly. I have no idea if if Jason listens to this, but there we go. If he does. Uh,
2: now, We've now yep. said he had a thing for Barbie Benton. Well, we all kind of did, yeah, so that's and, really and
0: okay. And that, and that he and that he was Gopher's friend. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so that's Joe Santos, and of course, Santos, unlike another character, another actress, was there for the entire entire run in and yeah. out. Um, I mean, we'll. I'm sure we'll talk about Gretchen Corbett at some point, and for sure, why she did not she left the show which mm-hmm. this ne- this wasn't necessarily her doing but yeah. you know um yeah so yeah ask, so that's to leave yeah exactly and and so uh, one of the things you know that I always find about TV shows is these and this is why I kind of refer to them as a core four sure because you know TV shows like they really kind of need these kind of backup characters, like, like, you know, sort of not major characters in a sense, because obviously Jim Rockford is the major character. (laughs) Yeah. You might call Rocky a major character. Yeah. Ish. Yeah. But, but kind of these supporting characters, uh, you know, and you, and you really, you really kind of, I think a really good TV show kind of needs those, those kind of recurring characters. Right. You know, just to, because it helps to flesh out the character of Jim as well.
2: Exactly. Right. Exactly. Like when we, yeah. When we see, you need, like when we you know,
0: see Jim. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, sort of interact with these characters over and over again. We we get a sense of them, but we also get a sense of a Jim sense of and who he is. That's yeah, right. So. That's right. Yeah. And he
2: needs, you know, certain, uh, you know, he needs Angel to bring out pissed off Jim, for example. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 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 It makes exactly. complete sense that you have these exactly. smaller characters. Yep. Totally. Yeah. Totally. And yeah. good shows do have them They're And yeah. the, the secondary characters are, they're not quite as well drawn as the, primary characters but they're really close and you know them and they're consistent and that makes it again that makes the experience easier to slide into and get taken away for 45 minutes or an hour yeah exactly you know and so you don't go oh that's not how that person reacts normally you know uh, when that happens and I remember as a kid whenever somebody different would play somebody um, or like they change uh, actors or they wouldn't acknowledge something that had happened four episodes ago that should have affected people it bothered me as a kid so it's important when they do these things
0: Yes, thank you darren stevens
2: <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> wait exactly.
0: a minute that's not It's not york. dick
2: york it's another dick this thing's play. it's full of dicks <laughs> yeah yeah yeah
0: for sure not that i have any problem with dick Sargent. no maybe.
2: they, they I, of them were fine you know they yeah. both had their own spin on darren and actually they were both good at it so it was they were fine. they were
0: yeah. they, both, they both played the, the role really well yeah i liked it so uh this this episode which yes. which is called the deep blue sleep um, aired October tenth, nineteen seventy five. It did. On which day, I had been eight years old for a month. Ah, very nice. Uh-huh.
2: Eight uh-huh. years old for a month. There you go. Yep,
0: Yeah. I would that was... have
2: been in grade five, so I would have been. That would have been ten. Yeah, yep. would have been ten.
0: So uh aside from the fact of you being ten and I being eight years yes. old for a month, yes. what else was happening in, in the world? What else was today? happening? Let's
2: see a little pop culture stuff. Uh number one song in Canada is Third Rate Romance by the Amazing Rhythm Aces, somebody I never the band I didn't like, kind of a country rock thing. Okay. Um I don't think Bad Bad Blood by Neil Sedaka uh was okay. number one in the US. Sedaka was making his comeback. Yep. Um Hold me close by David Essex, still in the UK. Uh, we All talked right. about David Essex. Uh, yeah, there's nothing here that's jumping out at me. No. Australia is so far behind because it took a long time for songs to get to the bottom of the world back then. So True. Love Will Keep Us Together is still the number one song. Yeah. Um, now in movies, the number one is The Master Gunfighter, which Steve, I have never I didn't even know that movie existed until no. last Saturday when I was typing out these notes. <laughs> no, I don't think I've ever, ever heard that. of it. It's the last gasp, I think, of the you know, gunfighter movies. Yeah. Now, uh, the first episode of Saturday Night Live uh, premiered the day after this episode was aired, uh-huh. uh, hosted by George Carlin, uh, which uh-huh. is kind cool. yeah, of cool. On October thirteenth, like 13th... yeah, I love Carlin; it's good stuff. On October thirteenth, wage and price controls, five and six percent a year, uh, came in uh, to effect in Canada. Uh, again, uh, most people aren't going to find that that interesting, but that was how bad inflation was. The government said you can't raise prices anymore. Yeah, <laughs> anybody who thinks inflation's been bad in the last two years doesn't remember the nineteen seventies. Uh, <laughs> now, I found something I think pretty cool, and I think something a lot of people probably wouldn't know about, which is the Maori Land March, which has a name in Maori that I'm going to butcher in a moment. Um, yeah. Was uh, ended up in Wellington at the capital, outside the Austra- uh sorry, the New Zealand Parliament, and it was basically a march, well, for land rights, for indigenous rights, and I, I think that no place, no former British colony, has done a better job integrating, sort of indigenous culture with the culture of the people who are descendants of people who colonize the place better than right. us Aust- the, the new zealand they're they're right. they're good at it yeah um people are so and you know and it wasn't always like that yeah. <laughs> 50 years ago it wasn't like that at all so these people started this march and uh, it really started the conversation in new zealand about um giving people their land rights back which they had and were taken from them. So it's actually kind of cool. And I found a, a YouTube report. No, not a YouTube. I sorry a New Zealand TV report on YouTube. So I'll drop that in at the end. Uh, it's yeah, fascinating I, stuff. And it's an important thing. I think for all of us who live anywhere where there's indigenous people, um, which, you know, we should maybe think about these things.
0: Yeah. I, I, I have taught poems by a New Zealand poet called uh, named Hone Tuare. Uh, okay. Who's a, who's a Maori poet. And he was actually on those land marches. Oh, Nice. So I, I've, you know, i taught, taught some poems on him in, in, in some sort of first, first year university literature classes, because, nice. you know, I like to broaden what I teach, you know, I don't want to teach dead white men all the time. Yeah. Uh, you know, cause I mean, it's boring for me too. Right. So. Sure. <laughs> I mean, sure. Cause not, it, no, it's all stuff,
2: it's, it's more fun always to teach stuff that challenges you a little bit too. Exactly. Uh, let's see. It's read, it was led by a group called Te Ropu Matak- Mataketei. I am sorry to any and I have a couple of Maori friends actually. So if they're hearing this, I'm sorry. Um, and the Hikori, which is what you call in March, uh, started in Northland on the 14th of September, traveled all the all the way down the North Island, and arrived at the Parliament buildings in Wellington on on the 13th of October. Uh, so yeah, uh, it's a people should go read about this. It's a fascinating thing, and it's something that um, New Zealand's done okay. You know, they've they've done okay better than. Australia, Canada, South yeah. Africa, obviously, yeah, well uh, you know, uh, the States, they've, they've done a much better job at this. And, um, I think we could all learn
0: something from them. Yeah. Um, so let's, let's talk about the episode. then. Shall let's we? do that. All yeah. right, so first of course we get we get the uh, phone message. Yeah. Hi Jim, thanks for the dinner invitation. I'd love to, but does it have to be the taco stand?
2: <laughs> it's they're now finally admitting that all Jim eats are tacos. It's yeah. uh yeah, I think I think he basically just he, and most of the time he's just when he's not drinking those glasses of scotch, it's just hot sauce.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah tacos with hot sauce. Um, you know, so the woman on the phone um dinner. You know, does I guess doesn't want to go to the taco stand.
2: Yeah, and I get that. If you asked out for dinner, you probably want to go somewhere other than a taco stand. I get that. Yep. I get that. As much as I like a good taco truck, don't misunderstand me. Of
0: course. Oh yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Yep. There's nothing wrong with tacos. No, so. no.
2: I'm having them for dinner. Yep. yep.
0: Uh so we begin, not with Jim. But no. a woman, uh, a sexy lady, as you, sexy phrase it. <laughs> a sexy lady, sexy
2: seventies uh, lady in a Firebird, yeah,
0: yep, uh, yeah, different, different Firebird though, because it's yeah. a different color.
2: It's a seventy-two Firebird too, not a seventy-four.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Um. So she's uh, watched by guys in a giant car, <laughs> yeah. um, or or a seventies car.
2: Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I mean, let's face it. Even though that's a seventy-two Firebird, that's supposed to be a sports car. It's it's
0: bigger than our Ford Escape, it's yeah, an SUV. Exactly. Like it's yeah, a big exactly. car. Cars right. were big. So she calls Jim. Um, clearly, it's late at night because he's he's asleep. Yeah. Um, her name is Mark, and she's she says she's Margot Adams. Um, he doesn't know her, no, because uh, it, it's clear that he doesn't know who she is. And then she hangs up. Um, and then uh, then she because the guys are, I presume because the guys are coming, so she gets in her car, and yeah. there's a car case. Yeah. Um, you know, weirdly a car chase with a firebird that doesn't include Jim.
2: <laughs> it's right. You know, that's a trivia question. What is a name? An episode of Rockford yeah. files with a car chase with a firebird that Jim isn't driving the firebird. Yep. Yeah. That's a, that's yeah. a Rockford trivia question right there. Yeah.
0: Um, now we, we, I, I guess we kind of know what's going to happen because of the title. I, I yeah. we don't often talk about titles, but you know, obviously the big sleep which yeah. is famous as a title of a um, Raymond Chandler novel. Yes. Really good Raymond Chandler Classic, novel. yeah. yeah. Um, homophobic in places, however. Oh, sure, yeah. I mean, you <laughs> got to, again,
2: when you consume <laughs> art from other eras, sometimes you got to go, oh, right, that's what people thought yeah, back right. then. That yeah, was yeah, gross. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. Um, and of course, uh, The Big Sleep refers to death. Mm-hmm. Um, and The Deep Blue Sea, obviously, so presumably yeah. death and sea will be involved That's in my the guess. deep blue sleep. Yes. Um and it
2: does. It does. Exactly.
0: Um without getting too many spoilers away at this point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: it's a it's a 50-year-old show, folks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Um and so I guess Jim just decides he doesn't know who this woman is. She's called, she's hung up. Um, yep. he's going back to sleep. Uh and then Beth calls.
2: Right. And and he's she's called him, she's called her too, right? Yeah. Margot or called, whatever her name is, is called Beth. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And of course, Beth is upset because she's worried because Mar. it turns out Margot is her friend. Yeah. You know, um, and it turns out her name is actually Susie. Yeah. Cause at one point he either, he's talking, you know, to Beth and he says, you've never mentioned her. She says, yes, I've had Susie. He went,
2: yeah. Susie. Oh, Susie. Um, her name isn't Margot, which is a good model. It's a good seventies model name. Margot.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so she decides uh, meaning Beth Beth decides that she's going to hire Jim mm-hmm.
2: um, and we even get a two hundred dollars a day plus expenses, which I believe is the 19th time I think so yeah, I it. think we're, yep.
0: we're up to 19th yep um and so he decides that he's because she's hired him that he is going to um yeah. investigate. I guess is the the word he (laughs) he also said he also says seven cents a mile (laughs)
2: yeah yeah I like that he negotiates the expenses right because I mean Beth that's not her law firm that she runs right like she works at a law firm so I bet she has when she uses Jim and he puts in an expense claim that says 7 cents a mile rather uh and it's their rate is 5 it, she gets you know so he probably knows that he's going to get uh, you know pushback there so he immediately says yeah. 7 cents a mile 7 cents
0: yeah yep love it yeah um and so and she and, Be- she and beth have been friends since i think she said 10 they were yeah i think it was know, 10 um, yeah you know um and then he gets so jim decides that he's going to go to margo's house and he gets hit on the head
2: he does he does. It's a classic Rockford moment. He gets knocked out when he goes into a place.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, how many concussions must he? It, we he probably kept... ha-
2: We should have kept track
0: of that because yeah. it's
2: got to be on average. It's it's less than one an episode, but it's close. Like it's point yeah. seven five an episode, I'd say. That, yeah. that he's been knocked out, so he's had easily thirty concussions. like twenty odd concussions, twenty concussions, think, I'd say.
0: I would think so because you know, now. and and obviously at that time they didn't. Weren't as concerned about concussions as we are today. No, no, it's different. So he's probably had concussions without realizing he's, he's had concussions.
2: Yeah. James Garner probably has too. Probably did too. Probably yeah, yeah, the actual he did actor a, he
0: did a lot of a lot of his stunts. He stunts his himself stunts and, stuff and stuff fought like in a that. war. He's had concussions. Yeah, he's had concussions. <laughs> yeah. Um. And so um. And the, the the house has been ransacked. Ransacked. Yes. Yep. And so then we get uh, Dennis. Dennis shows up and Dennis okay. is not happy. No.
2: Well, he's never happy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Because his wife has paid $20 uh, for a standing rib roast (laughs) that is going to taste like leather.
2: It's a, it's a, that's a, now now in our money today, that's a hundred dollar piece of meat. So I get that. And as somebody who probably my favorite thing in the world is prime rib, um, you know, besides world peace right after that would be prime rib and Yorkshire pudding. Uh, so I, I, I get his frustration here. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, and and it's funny because like 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 just for those of you who haven't seen it, like like it's it's been ransacked. Like there's a lamp on its side, right? Yeah. And Jim says to Dennis, "Well, how do you account for this?" He goes, "Uh, maybe she's a she's a lousy housekeeper." It's like, yeah, you may be a lousy house. I'm a pretty bad housekeeper sure. in my apartment, but. Sure. All the lamps are all the lamps up. are right
2: side up. That's <laughs> exactly. fair And if I saw a lamp that was knocked over I wouldn't walk by it and go, oh well, it'll probably take care of itself. <laughs> I yeah. think I'd fix it
0: <laughs> yeah. uh, This is also the scene where we find out her name is Susie um, That's right. and and that um, Beth has known her since she's uh, 10 years old. Yes. And as you said in our in our document here mm-hmm. Dennis gives us the urban myth.
2: Yeah, of twenty four, you can't do a missing persons report for twenty four hours, which is just
0: a myth. Like it's, and and it, I think
2: it it goes back to TV shows or movies or something because it was a convenient plot device.
0: Exactly. Yeah. 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 It 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 forces like Jim to go look for her. Yep. Right. Um. You know, and he and he says that to Beth. You should know that, right? And her response is, "No, that's not a thing." (laughs) Um. That's which is kind of.
2: Be. Yeah, which is the way it should be. And of course, but Dennis still says, yeah, like he says that it's 24 hours and it's yeah. uh you know, yeah. um annoying.
0: They they might not search for the person for well, I think very
2: hours. I think very often, especially if it's an adult, if you yeah. call the cops, they'd say, Why Don't you give it a day?
0: Yeah, let's just wait to see because let's you just know see, yeah. But if if there is evidence that there's some kind of foul oh, yeah. play or something, oh, yeah. they will do it. Yeah. Where do you they think won't, they won't Amber
2: wait. Alerts don't happen 24 hours after the kids are abducted? Exactly. <laughs> you know, exactly. the cops don't go, well, I can't make make everybody's phone buzz in this province for 24 hours. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. So it's completely, exactly. it's a complete I mean, horseshit.
0: <laughs> I, I, you know, now I get probably that that Dennis probably doesn't want to do it. <laughs> yes. Because he wants to go home <laughs> right. and
2: eat roast beef. And I, I again, no. I'm very sympathetic to that.
0: Yeah, of course, but but my 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 point being that you don't yes. say to a lawyer, no, you know I can't do anything for twenty four hours <laughs> yeah. because the lawyer's going to turn around and say that's horseshit. Yeah, Dennis, and the lawyer's going
2: to say I don't man. know this, but I'm actually trained in the law.
0: Yeah, uh, <laughs> you know. Whereas if he just said, look, let's just wait and see. Exactly. That's different, right? right. That's, that's, that's perfectly valid, a perfectly valid response. Exactly. From him. Exactly. You know, um, you know, um, and so, um, and as I said, you know, this is where we, we find out also that she's a model. Mm -hmm. Um, and so we're off to Clark fashions.
2: We are off to Clark fashions, which we see, which I don't know about you, but I, we both have been in a lot of universities. That looked like a university social science building that was built in 1971.
0: Definitely. Yeah, def- definitely. You you know, as I say later in the document, you know, Robert Weber is just a, just about to d- deny your travel request. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> We're not works, funding that, man. He works in some
2: fucking accounting office and has no idea what my job is.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. It's like, it go looks, away, man.
2: It could be Concordia. It could be U of T. It could yes. be Harvard. It could yep. be Algoma. It could be St. Marys. Francis Xavier. It could be yeah. any place in the world. It could be St. Mary's, Mount St. Vincent. I'm going to keep naming yeah. universities. Okay. But it looks, university my guess Bridge is it's Columbia. actually part of UCLA. Yeah. <laughs> or USC. Like it probably. really, it's a university if, if, building. It has to
0: be. Building. Yeah. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure they did that. They, they, they rented a university building. Yeah,
2: Just put, I put the, in the front, just put a sign. And it was probably when classes weren't on. So it's, cause I remember when I was at U in grad school, yeah. oftentimes we'd get, memo saying uh avoid this part of this building there's a film shoot today yeah, yeah. Uh, we actually even had one at work here they, they did a film shot somebody was shooting yeah. a film about somebody going to university in sault st marie which strikes wow. me as a niche wow. topic but wow. yeah so i i imagine i it really is a
0: it's a yeah. it's a university building
2: <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm certain yeah.
0: the first scene <laughs> showed them not reading the syllabus
2: that's right <laughs> that's when i knew for sure <laughs> that's what it was
0: <laughs> yep um and so this uh, you know this is clark fashions and there's a rehearsal yeah. For a fashion show, show going on. Yep. Um, which, as you point out, is awful. It's The
2: clothes are awful. The models are walking. Yeah. I'm no connoisseur of anything, fashion-wise. Yeah. But uh, those they, were not nice got, clothes.
0: They, they've kind of got the duck lips going. <laughs> it was awful. You know. Um, it was. Uh,
2: I would have much rather watched a Zoolander clip than that. Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: Yeah, and I don't like Zoolander. Yeah,
2: and no, and I'm not a huge fan of that movie, and I'd still rather watch that.
0: Still rather watch at le- it. At least it would be funny. Uh, yeah. But we do get a famous face. We get Robert Hayes. We get Robert Hayes. Surely we right. do. Yep. Yep. Surely you can't be serious.
2: Of course I'm serious, and stop calling me Shirley. My favorite line of his is when he says, there's trouble at the tower. What's that? It's a big building full of air traffic controllers, but that's not <laughs> yeah, important right yeah, now. Yeah,
0: yeah. Love it. <laughs> Are you nervous? Yes, your first time. No, I've been nervous lots of times.
2: <laughs> See, this could devolve into just the, the two of us just quoting Airplane for the next uh, 45 exactly. minutes, and it really could. So we'll continue talking about Rockford instead. But it was nice seeing a younger Robert Robert Hayes there. Uh, you know, um, I just kind of liked him
0: yeah yeah uh, he he's an actor yeah.
2: you know he was an angie that show that i liked yeah uh, he was
0: Angie. Yeah, it was pretty good i was the
2: only person i think they watched angie my mom uh, watched it i watched it with, I watched, okay. yeah, there the was one. three of us me and you angie. and my mom uh but yeah and i liked i liked him in this too it was, it was he was playing robert hayes which is fine every man that was always his yeah. name.
0: now i have a little bit of trivia about the next actress that we're going to talk about yeah do it well not 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 necessarily her but the role yeah. Um, and obviously it's Jen, Jen McLaughlin. Yeah. Who's playing, who, she's who's amazing in this. Playing Clark. She is. She's great. She's great. <laughs> she was not the first actress up for the role. Oh, I didn't know that. No.
2: Nope. Okay. Who was it?
0: Diane Carroll.
2: Oh, of course. Okay. Now when you say that, it's like, oh yeah, okay. Now I get that. Though I think it would have been a little different. Diane Carroll didn't have, though she could play with a bit of an edge mclaughlin yeah. had did edge really well in this yeah she did but i could i could see that i could see that working too and i, I, I obviously yeah. what they're going for is young hip african-american woman um, a chip and on di- shoulder. yeah which you know and again i completely get why one would have such a chip um <laughs> but yeah this is uh i didn't think that would have been great that would have yeah. been a nice piece of casting yeah but yeah. this was t- good too don't misunderstand me
0: oh no yeah no no i mean trust me all, all the producers and directors thought that she did a great job right oh yeah you know, this is really good i mean she does she wasn't she she might not have been their primary their first choice but she nailed the role yeah right? you yeah. Know. um um and she was in sounder uh mclaughlin
2: oh um, yeah that uh that's that's a that's a good movie it's yeah. it's yeah. not an easy movie to watch no no but it's a good movie um,
0: and Robert Hayes, I guess, is playing her uh, a lackey because he's not, he's only in it for this scene. Right. So he's That's not right. Like,
2: so I th- i think he's just like an assistant or something. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And he tries to get rid of, um, Jim.
2: <laughs> it didn't work. It doesn't work very well.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, he says, uh, you know, that, um, you know, you, you, you can, um, go the, the office is down the hall. You can get an appointment. He says, I've been there. <laughs> so, um, uh, I'm not leaving until I get an appointment. Um, because as he says, uh, the secretary there said that an appointment was out of the question. Yeah. So I'm not getting an appointment. So yeah. I'm going to stand here until somebody tells me what's going on.
2: Yeah. I love that. Uh, that's, you know, that's, that's something with enough confidence you can do. Yeah. I've done that a couple of times in my life where I said, yeah, but that's yeah. not what we're doing right now. And, yeah, it, exactly. and it works. It, it works once or twice. You can't do it to the same person all the time.
1: No, exactly.
2: I did it once to a former, our former university president. When I said okay. you were supposed to make this phone call now, and she said, "Oh, I'll make it." I said, "No, you don't seem to understand. I'm going to yeah, stand here until yeah. you make the phone call. I'll leave as soon yeah. as you get on." And I, I did, and she connected, and it was fine. But, cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool, and you can do
0: that. Yeah, to, I've, good, good I've job. Had job. Where somebody said, you know, you, th- this is the way it is, and it's like, yes, you're absolutely right. However, <laughs> however,
2: <laughs> see the the thing is, I'm here because of that, and I don't yes. like that. Exactly. <laughs> Let me see if I can narrow this down for you. Yeah, Uh, yeah, uh, like I I said in our document, Sanders, not a fun movie, but it's good. Um, The biggest thing I love here is just seeing an African-American woman, and she's so confident and cool and competent. Yeah. You know, it's obvious if you're watching the show that she's a black woman, (laughs) but that's secondary to her character, which is what it should be, right? And that's kind of what they're saying here, which is she's really good she's really good
0: because i i know i know it seems weird in 2023 now yeah but a black woman ordering a a white white man man to do something
2: it wasn't a thing man (laughs) i
0: mean you know um you know this is this is a time i I know it's a little bit earlier when nat king cole was very careful when when he had white female actresses and singers on that he didn't touch them that's right and well, uh,
2: Patula Clark touched yeah. uh, uh, Harry Belafonte Harry in her special, Harry and a lot of places wouldn't air the show. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, this is, we have to, you have to put yourself in, and again, this is only 10 years after that, not even 10 years. This is yeah, so bizarre. Uh, 1975, uh, Martin Luther yeah. King was only killed in this, This you know, seven years earlier. This is This yeah. is really, this is not now. No where you'd think nothing of a black woman being the boss, telling a w- younger white guy what to do. Cause yeah. she'd be the boss. Yeah. Yep.
0: Um, you know, as, as I say, times, they are changing. They are, um, in a good way, of course. <laughs> That's, right. That's right. Exactly. Um, and so she, she just, uh, you know, um, is pissed off because Margot hasn't shown up. Yeah. Um, understandably because <laughs> she's Mar- dead. She's dead. <laughs> um, and it's also understandable that she's upset because, she doesn't know she's dead yet. We right. don't know she's dead yet. No, we figure she is. We're pretty sure, right? Like, like in the next scene, yeah, exactly. They, they, they pull the car out of, of the Firebird out of a lake. We probably shouldn't be surprised.
2: I think we could infer from right. that that yeah. The, yeah, the the person in the Firebird was dead.
0: Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. and so and they find they find a body in the car. Um, and unfortunately Beth will have to make an ID because Margot slash Susie has no family. No family.
2: Yep. yep. Too bad um, that'd be rough on Beth. Yep.
0: Yeah. So, um, and of course Beth is really upset.
2: Yeah. And, um, and, and she plays this so, I would Gretchen Corbett doesn't get a lot of chances to act, uh, you know, cause she's playing the same character all the time. So we don't see a, yeah. a lot of her range in the show and you see it here that, that upset look real. Yeah. Like she looked like she was actually actually upset. I love when actors do shit like that. And I just go, oh, I couldn't do that.
0: (laughs) It's cool. Exactly. You know, um, as you say, it's actually called facial acting.
2: Yeah. I I, I found this out on Reddit, on the Mad Men subreddit. Someone mentions face acting and mentioned us. Thank you. Okay.
0: Cool. And I said,
2: yeah. And I replied, the person said, yeah, it's just, it's actually just (laughs) called facial acting. Oh, okay. So now we know.
0: (laughs) And we also kind of get a a kind a kind of insight into at least the way Jim thinks the police works. Cause obviously part of the reason she's upset is the police don't seem to be doing anything. She said, you know, she does the whole thing. Why aren't the police doing anything? And, and Jim's trying to back off the case because, you know, he, he knows that they know it's not an accident. Yeah. Right. They don't know if it's a suicide or a, a murder yet. He suspects it's a murder meaning Jim suspects it's a murder sure. because you know because because that's what he says right he said he says like the cops aren't stupid right we both got these frantic calls in the middle of the night her apartment has been turned over yeah they know something happened they you know they know this isn't an accident and they know it's probably not a suicide yeah that's right but they're going to call it an accident
2: until, kind of,
0: yes, until you know they they do the investigation and and so his point is don't worry they're going to investigate it they're going to call an accident for now temporarily yeah but you know um, they will investigate it so what you know he's trying to calm her down obviously because she, uh, and understandably she's she's oh upset. yeah
2: oh yeah everybody's reacting appropriately for what's what they know here it's, yeah. there's nobody being at a at a line here at all yep yeah exactly
0: and so. You know, um, she can tells him to keep investigating, which he does. Yep. And so um we're back to the social science building. Yes. Um, with Miss Clark's assistant trying to stop Jim from going in
2: Yeah. to and Clark's. Then, and then we get which is always an indication of quality in Rockford, Robert Weber shows up. Yep. Robert as Weber. long as Robert Weber's there, I will watch Robert Weber. think i wrote this somewhere i would watch a a show where robert weber and james garner just traded drinks insults and solves crimes like i I would watch that show all day long big fan
0: um and he uh, jim breaks the news that margot was dead yeah um and um coleman bob coleman who is robert weber's character says that's that was pretty blunt (laughs) he's not wrong because he just says she's dead, yeah. <laughs> right, and it's like, oh, that's that's pretty blunt. But of course, then he's he wants to just keep on doing his work, yeah, which seems a little callous as well. <laughs> yeah, <So>. Exactly.
2: <laughs> like, it's, it's like, dude, what about you? Just said that, and then yeah, he yeah. just pours himself a drink, yeah. Which Robert Weber is very good at. He pours himself drinks in all shows. Uh, and he
0: said it's probably in all his contracts that he must pour a drink for <laughs> somebody, not necessarily him, not necessarily have to be him. For him. But I think he's yeah. good at
2: pouring drinks. It's always yeah. a thing. Uh, yeah, and I just, I love him. I, I just, I, I can't, I, whenever I see Robert Weber in anything, like, yeah. and he's been in everything. It's like, oh, I'll watch this. I like to watch him be kind of a weaselly guy that I'm not sure if he's a good guy or bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. Love it.
0: So, um, and he claims that he doesn't, he, he, he does not know Margot. Yeah. That he he met her, he saw her because obviously she's a model and, and apparently he's in business um, with, with Clark. Um, and so, but he doesn't know her. Mm-hmm. Um, and the assistant, I guess we would have called him the secretary then. I think so. Um, is upset because she's just found out that Margot is dead. And she yeah. gives us information or, well, yeah. through Jim. That's right. That Coleman lied. Right, that yeah, Weber, he's, been,
2: he's been sleeping
0: with her. Yeah, that that Coleman has been sleeping or or no. knows her in the biblical sense,
2: which is something I've only ever seen written down or on TV. No one has ever yeah. said that
0: to me. No, yeah. no, I'm yeah. No. Um, you know I'm not sure why it comes from that.
2: Well, um, somebody knew somebody. I think that that was always yeah. in the Bible, wasn't it? And that meant they were yeah begatting kids. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, begatting kids. I'm and, not. My, I'm not entirely religious, and I'm pretty no. sure you're not either. <laughs> But I think that's what it means. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, so, yes. Jim now does a stakeout.
2: Yes, love a stakeout.
0: He uh, follows Coleman after Coleman <laughs> leaves um, Clark's uh, office. Yeah. Uh, he parks at a plaza, gives mm. an envelope to a guy in a Mercedes. Yep. Who, I we can't hear what he says, but I'm sure he says, hey, let's be careful out there. It's... Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah
2: that's probably what it is yeah yeah uh-huh. because
0: there you go. the guys played by michael conrad who yeah. in hill street blues is famous for that line uh sergeant Esther House, i think his character was I
2: think that's right yeah um,
0: yeah I, di- I didn't watch a lot of the hill street blues i liked it but uh i was, I was I never it, it
2: never did a thing for me i i just didn't i <sighs> a lot of everybody else i knew was like oh this is the greatest show in the world but i, I just yeah. didn't yeah uh, i wasn't that impressed with it yeah. mm-hmm.
0: so he's the one who's known for let's be careful out there that's right right you know and of course they they've got these this kind of nice one on one here where they're kind of threatening each other Jim and Coleman it's so great right? you know um yeah. he he and you know um you 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 say that um um if if you tell if you tell anyone about Margo you'll be scattered over six counties yeah. six why not one little package <laughs>
2: It's just such a, like, if someone said that to me, I'd go, okay, um, goodbye. But Jim yeah. knows enough that he can just do it back and just yeah. throw some sarca- sarcastic line at him, which is tremendous.
0: Yeah. I I'll, the, the other line that I like is he says, before you take a bite out of something, make sure it won't bite you back.
2: <laughs>
0: All right. um, Pretty great. And, and then uh, Coleman honks on his car horn, which I guess is a pre-range signal, the the, the, the I, way he does it.
2: Yeah, which seems like two honks. It seems like so if anybody delivers anything, also the hired goons show up. Yeah. But yeah, so, yeah, they show up. So also that goons, house, goons... they've used that, eh? We've seen uh, yeah, that house before. I,
0: I think they have, yeah. I'm, I think I, that's I,
2: the one yeah. that Jim was in like two episodes ago in the Farnsworth yeah. stratagem. Probably. I think so. Uh, I think so. And other times too. And I've seen it since. I've seen it in season three as well. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and so when the high goons show up, yep. uh, Jim goes, okay, thanks. I'm, I'm, I'm out of here now.
2: <laughs> and he pulls a Rockford on the way out, which is nice. Yep. Those little J-turn leaves. Yep. Yeah.
0: Exactly. So, um, and now of course, Coleman is pissed off at something. Yeah. Um, probably Jim, because he picks up a phone <laughs> to deliver a message. Now, mm. By this point, we're probably figuring that they're, the way he's been acting, that there is some kind of organized crime angle to this episode. It
2: looks like it. If you can call on goons, you're in organized yeah. crime
0: usually. Yeah. 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 Do you think it's a good idea to call up somebody who you're doing business with, who is probably involved in organized crime, Yeah, and threatening them?
2: On a phone? No.
0: Do you think that's a good idea? I don't think
2: it's a good idea on a phone because people can record phones. Yeah, Yeah. exactly.
0: And he says, there's a new player in the game, a PI named Rockford.
2: (laughs) And you know, everybody, that that was something we saw in the opening little montage when they show scenes from the upcoming episode. And uh, that was there. And it was like, hey, Robert Weber. And he just got mad at Rockford. I love it.
0: Yeah. So, um, yeah. And so he says uh, he he doesn't like working with guys who are blowing it. Now, I have never worked with the mob.
2: No, nor have I. I don't think.
0: Crime. Um, I'm not sure I would say that to them.
2: I There's a lot of things I wouldn't say to the mob. I think there'd yeah. be a lot. I'd be saying a lot of yes, sir, no, sir. Thank you, yeah, sir. Exactly, would, would you like exactly. another, sir?
0: Yes. Yes, exactly. Exactly. I, I've never seen you again before, sir. And I will, you know. And, um, <laughs> if I we're will...
2: lucky, we'll never see each other again. Don't take that exactly. the wrong way, sir.
0: Right. <laughs> um, you know. And so now, uh, so we get that. And now Jim and, and Beth are uh, having a talk. We find out that, that Beth's apartment has been ransacked. Of course. Right. Um, he's going to send Beth to Pasadena mm-hmm. for safety reasons. She's going, well, I'm going to stay here. He's going, no, you're, you're, not, you're yeah, not staying I, here.
2: <laughs> I, I never under This happens a lot in this show. It happens a lot in any show with mysteries and stuff. When people's places are wrecked, the first thing that was, no, I'm staying here tonight. It's like, no, yeah. see. Now, I will say that after we had a house fire, we stayed in our house that night because I yeah. wanted to stay in my house. Yeah. So maybe I kind of get it. But the difference is I knew the fire was out. Yeah. <laughs> the fire isn't out when there's still hired goons out there trying to find you anyway.
0: Yeah. Um, And so uh, they call Dennis. Right. Yeah. So that Dennis knows Dennis knows what's going on. Um. And as you point out, um, Don Draper has been there.
2: Yeah, um, there's because there's open bottles of, two open bottles of Canadian Club, not just one, yeah. but two. yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> um. It's weird, uh, and yeah, that's doesn't. Then Jim calls Dennis right and tells yeah. him what's going on, right? Yeah, okay. Yeah.
0: Um, and now we're back over to Clark yep. and Jim. The next scene. Um, and she's not very happy with him cause she's not going to discuss personal questions. No. Right. You know, um, and so Jim, um, Jim kind of tells her what's going on, what, what's going on. Yeah. Right. Um, and she, she kind of kicks him out and he leaves and then she perhaps a mistake confronts Coleman. Yeah. Right. goes over to his place and control, control, con- con- um, um, confronts Coleman and, um, Jim Rock, she says, Jim Rockford says, Margot was murdered. Right. And then we find out that, um, they're selling Clark fashions. Aha! Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. um, you're like a baseball baseball player, baby. You've been sold to another club.
2: And, and the fact that he said that to a black person, that's, that's what, and I don't think they even probably did that. That hits now more than I bet it hit then. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is hitting that to me. That hits because it it just hits that way now. Like in 1975, this is just before free agency starts to be a thing in baseball. So, in fact, yeah. they used to talk about. They, used to, they, they players' rights are still bought and sold, yeah. But they used to talk a lot more about that. And in fact, uh, Kurt Flood, the guy who was the first real free agent, talked about that he he, he equated it to slavery, the yeah. reserve clause. So, I, I, I it really hit me because he was talking to a black person, but also. I understand why they did it. Uh, and I don't think it was meant that way at that time. Yeah. It, it's funny how it, yeah. it get becomes more harsh, uh, 50 yeah. years later.
0: Yeah. yeah. And, uh, she, she tells him that she knows about the affair, but with Margot, he asks he, her how, how she knows. She says, well, I'm still a woman. And he <laughs> says, okay, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> it's like, yeah. oh, wow. man. Well, uh,
2: yeah. <laughs> that was interesting. I mean, I, I guess it's uh, the other thing is he, he, he how would he, 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 i doubt he'd care right so it, yeah. i get that but it's interesting it is interesting he says that yeah
0: yeah yeah because you know i guess I, well as i said at least at least um her company wasn't sold for a bag of pucks
2: that's right
0: <laughs> which actually did happen there was yeah. a player who was uh, traded to a team for a bag of pucks
2: or yeah pucks and i believe a lease on a bus yeah uh, he, it was a he western hockey league team yeah
0: yeah he, he wasn't too happy about it uh, <laughs> understandably pretty great um, and so after this, um, Clark goes to see Jim at the trailer. Um, and you know, he, he says that he understands her behavior. Um, yeah. And she, she, you know, cause you know, he, he kind of accuses her and she, she wants to hire him and he won't, he won't, she says, well, why can't, can't you have more than one client? He says, yes, but my client wants the truth, not money. <laughs> yeah. Right. And she says, well, I want the truth too. Right, so he tells her, you know, uh she thinks that Coleman has done it, right that so he you know what what he told her she kind she kind of now believes, um and so um, we're in the car, yep, <clears throat> and again, they're talking about the kind of the rate rate race thing, right, mm-hmm. you know, she's woman and she's a woman and she's black, yep. Right. You know, as she said, that doesn't help inside the ghetto or out.
2: Yeah. That's that's right. when she said that it was like, okay, that was yeah. good. The show knows who she, this is the thing. a all, all, most of the way through it. It hasn't acknowledged it. It's just been clear to you if you're watching the show and there, she says it. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, yeah, this, this is explicitly about this. And I, I, yeah. I appreciated that a lot.
0: Yeah. And you know, and again, it's in some ways it's kind of poking holes in the idea of the American dream. Is it ever. Because <laughs> the American dream said uh, is that if you have the talent and you work hard, yep, then you can you you can you can become president of the United States.
2: And if you line up investors, yeah, yeah, that's right.
0: Yeah. but it's clear that she couldn't, yep. right? Because she had the talent, she has the hard work.
2: Clearly, yes,
0: right. Which is which is why Coleman makes the the comment about you know when she says I'm still a woman, he says I'll take your word for it because all he sees her is her working. Yeah. He doesn't see her, you know, dating or anything like that because she's not doing any of that stuff. That's right. Yeah. Right. And the only way she got ahead mm-hmm. was by having a relationship with the mob. <laughs>
2: yeah. I mean, right? it, it's one of these things where, I mean, uh, it was the only, you know, I, I doubt a bank would have financed her because she's black. Exactly. You know, it's yeah. and a woman. It's, it's a, yeah. it's 50 years ago. It's a different world.
0: And, and you need money to make money. Yeah. And she didn't have any money
2: that's right.
0: right you know and so if you're desperate to succeed yeah and somebody shows up and says hey i'll give you money yeah you're going to say yes
2: yeah and i mean in, in a lot of respects it's kind of betting on yourself but it's also betting with the mob yeah <laughs> so it's not good yeah
0: you know, and it's basically what, what Coleman is doing is money, money laundering.
2: Yeah, exactly. And right. they, you that's know, essentially what he's doing. that's exactly what these, you know, when the mob buys businesses and runs legitimate businesses, yeah. the way to yeah. the money yeah. launder. Yeah.
0: So they, cause they, they give the money to her, she then buys it and, you know, sort of, you know, gets the, the profits and they, they get a bunch of the profits and therefore the money that they get. Yeah, is clean money because it comes from her legitimate business. That's right. Rather than her, their illegal business, mm-hmm. uh, whatever, whatever that,
2: whatever that, that may be. Yeah,
0: yeah, yep. exactly. Unfortunately, mm. for Bob Coleman, yeah, he's done something really, really dumb.
2: Yeah, he writes down, he keeps like a ledger of these deals yeah. he's made, which is something, as I wrote in our document, is not very Tony Soprano. Um, This isn't something that you would expect the mob to do, and I don't think right. they normally do it. No. But I like the idea that now and then there are mobsters who do stupid things because a lot of them yep. are pretty dumb. Yeah. And this is dumb, but he's doing it yep. for a smart reason, which is
0: to keep track of his accounts, right? Yeah. Yeah. But yep. Yep. Um. So she wants to confront Coleman. Yep. He wants to go to the police. Right. Yeah. Um, which is smart, <laughs> which which is what he should do.
2: Yeah. Of course it
0: um, is. You know, but she says um, she's going to confront Coleman alone. Yeah. And so he goes, okay, fine. <laughs> I'll go with you. Yeah. Because obviously he doesn't want her to go alone because now it's dangerous. Right. Now yeah. he really knows what the da- danger yeah. is. You know, and obviously now we know kind of what why Margot is killed uh because they think she has the book yes yeah right. which well, she might she might have right she i mean she probably found the book because
2: sure. she,
0: she was sleeping with bob coleman so therefore yeah. she was around and so she she's she found the book somehow um and jim also figures that that's why beth's apartment was ransacked mm-hmm. is because they killed Margot, but they didn't find the book that's right and beth was her close friend her only close friend and so they suspect that she might have either given it to beth yeah or hidden it there herself at yeah. Beth's.
2: yeah um, that's right
0: you know so they decide that they're going to go to coleman's yep and they get there and dennis is already there
2: <laughs> yes my boss was already there
0: yep yeah, because <clears throat> um coleman is dead
2: yeah, yeah, he's done. He's done. Shot uh,
0: shot once in the throat and once in the mouth.
2: Yeah, that's and that's kinda and as Jim points out, or I think Dennis points out, that's that's them making a that's the 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 the, the killers making a statement, which yeah. is the he, one he in taught. the mouth was there saying he talked. Yeah. Right. Um yeah. you'll often the, the old thing you see in mob things oftentimes is you know, actually literally stuffing a rat in somebody's mouth after they shoot them, yeah. things like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. Yep.
0: <clears throat> yeah, just to just to let everybody know why this happened.
2: This wasn't just for funsies.
0: Yeah, and <laughs> and if you do it, yeah, this is what's going to happen. This you. will happen
2: to you and your friends and family. Yeah, yeah
0: exactly. So, um, so he tells them about the book. Now, yep. you know, uh, it, there's a gr- a great scene here because you know Jim is kind of telling Dennis all the stuff of what's going on. You know, um, as if he's revealing stuff mm-hmm. to Dennis. And then he realizes Dennis already knows all of it. It's so great. Yeah. And it's like, oh, you already know that. Yeah. Yes. We already know that. Right. But then he tells him about the book and he, he didn't know about didn't know the, but the book. That's he didn't right. Know that's about th- the ledger. That's so, nice.
2: Yeah. Cause usually yeah. Dennis is a couple of steps. Jim thinks he's a couple of steps ahead of Dennis. And oftentimes it's like, no, they're roughly at the same place. Uh, which when you think about it, it's kind of amazing. Cause Dennis has the entire. LA police department behind him and Jim has Jim. So yeah, get on him. exactly. <laughs> but yeah. but uh, yeah, this, this, this is good. Cause this time Dennis doesn't know that the book yep. about the book and uh, Jim does.
0: Yep. And, uh, because again, he, it, it doesn't seem as if he's inter- interviewed Clark, which mm-hmm. seems kind of weird, but
2: it does seem weird, you know?
0: Um, but anyway, um, so Dennis goes back to the car cause he's, he's left Clark in the car. Yeah. Um, just because lots of car cop cars around you, you stay here. I'll figure out what's going on. Yeah. And he gets back and she's gone.
2: hmm
0: Right. Sergeant Estherhouse has
2: her. <laughs> yes, has her. He does.
0: Um, Presumably because he thinks she may know where the book is. Yeah. Right. You know, it makes sense, right? I mean, but you know, he's she, just,
2: yeah. good to get he's just trying to
0: figure out who, 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 who might know it. Well, you know, she worked both with Coleman and Margot, so yeah. she may know something. Exactly. Um, so, um, she, Jim has to go look for her. Yep. So he does, um, he calls Macklin, Macklin, Macklin produce. produce. Yep. yep. Um, who's looking. And so he calls Mr. Macklin. Now we find out of course that, yeah. um, the reason why Coleman is killed or they're able to kill him is the goon who is working for Coleman. Mm-hmm. is working for Esther house yes right he's working he, so he's kind of i don't know if he's just like been like a plant or if he's just kind of betrayed him like you know you know shifted his loyalty what whatever it is um they he, presumably it was the goon who killed cole yeah
2: yeah That be you know? my guess yes
0: um and so he, he, he jim gets the number, like the the phone number, the car phone number for Mr. Macklin um Esther House as, as I call him Esther House. So that's his character yeah. on Hill Street Blues, but his actual name is Macklin. Yes. Um she, he tells he tells the secretary, uh, because the secretary obviously won't give him give him the the phone number, because um, why would she? Um <laughs> yeah, exactly. so you know uh, um so he tells him that he's a fire captain and there's a fire in Macklin's house. So she gives him the number so he can call her. That was good. I really liked that. I thought that was
2: a very clever thing to say. Yeah, that's good.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And so Jim tells him Macklin about the book and that he knows, um, and that it is, it is, it is safe at Coleman's. Yep. Um, and so Macklin sends over the funky and Jim waits. Yep. Um, and then he follows the guy back. Um, because, and there, there is no safe, <laughs> no, <laughs> um, you know, and so this has been, that was, that was great.
2: It's in the safe. What's safe. Well, there's no safe. Yeah. I like yeah,
0: that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he tells, uh, as I said, he tells Mac- Macklin, there's no safe. Yeah. Uh, Jim calls Dennis. Yeah. Because he now knows where they are. There's a warehouse, of course, or always in warehouses, always in warehouses, uh, yeah. uh, you know, and so he calls Dennis um but dennis he knows dennis is going to take some time to get there mm-hmm. and it looks like they're getting ready to leave so dennis steals a police car
2: i love it i when 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 he when jim hops into that car um it's it's wonderful because he's he's like make, he does this quick calculation of okay this is a crime but i'm preventing a bigger crime okay i'll do yeah. that and you know yeah. that that will get ignored, but it is pretty nice to watch.
0: Yeah, it's good. Yeah, because apparently the two cops are off chasing some kid. somebody, some kid yeah. for for some reason, um, and they've kind of just left their car there. <laughs> it's like, like, I'm not sure that's wise. Yeah. Right? Every police, every cop show that I know has one chasing them on the foot. The other one gets in the car and drives, drives that's the right. car around.
2: That's right. And Why then, you call, do that? then you make the call to the, uh, the, the, the helicopter cause it's Los exactly. Angeles and it's basically an army of occupation exactly. and, uh, uh, Dirk Benedict shows up in chopper one.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Um, and just so you know, there is a YouTube channel that has, that has full episodes of chopper chopper one. Yeah, I know. Uh-huh. Okay. They're not, they're
2: I, not very good.
0: No, no, It was not no, a good no, TV no, no, show. No, 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 I'm not, I'm uh, not saying it is. It was but... the
2: Jimmy Buffett of rip cords. It was yeah. a bad show. Yeah. Yeah
0: um so yeah so um so now jim has his cop car yep um and he boxes them in that's good now the these these hoods are not very smart (laughs)
2: he's thinking the same thing these guys are so stupid
0: yeah because um he jim gets on the radio and calls for backup of course which makes sense because he's he's got the car radio uh the cop radio so he calls the backup and then he gets the bullhorn out and start shouting orders for the other police officers now obviously i'm not a cop yeah obviously i've never seen a situation like this in real life no and right. everything i know comes from tv shows yes but in every cop tv show yeah they do not do that on the bullhorn
2: no uh, they will... that's you do that they have radios they can do that yeah,
0: with yeah exactly because for for this reason they don't want the perpetrators to yeah. know what you're doing.
2: When you're making a, it's just the, <laughs> the same reason in football, they don't go into the huddle with a bullhorn and yell out, we're going to pass it to that guy.
0: Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, um, unless you're University of Michigan, then you steal your sign. So, well, that's different. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Jim Harbaugh. Uh, <laughs> so, but, um, allegedly, yeah. Um, allegedly. let's say allegedly. allegedly. So, and this is why I say yeah. the the, the hoods aren't very smart. Yeah. Cause like, if I know that, you would think the hoods would know
2: that. <laughs> you would think yeah. they'd go. Why do you think they're tr- they're, they're giving orders over? Yeah. Not just yelling them. They're using a bullhorn to make sure the whole neighborhood can hear the yeah, orders. Yeah,
0: because the bullhorn is usually to talk to the the perpetrators.
2: To the perpetrator to right. say, "Come out with your hands up. Oh, we have yeah, the place exactly. surrounded. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah. I'm a negotiator with the police department. Yeah. It's yeah. not, yeah. and also." I'm going to call my wife now and you can hear that conversation as well. Like it's not yeah, for exactly. public conversation. It's, yeah, exactly. it's, it's
0: hilarious. I find it all very funny. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so that's why I think they're, 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 they're not that smart. Um, yeah. But of course um, I mean that what it does of course is delays them from, from going away because um, yeah. they think they're surrounded and then the real cops do show up um and they do. arrest everybody
2: yeah and we get that's where we get you know a nice solid ending of you know they they arrest the bad guys one of the, the main bad guys dead yep. um and then we just get our little you know uh well i guess doesn't does jim goes and confronts clark a little bit and says what the yeah. hell was going on here and she explains yep. that she couldn't get ahead couldn't get alone everything we were talking about yep. and this guy back would be would she say backed up with a station wagon full of yeah. money
0: yeah, back up with the station wagon full can money.
2: Um, and so she took the investment. Uh, yeah. and you know, uh, this wouldn't be surprising at this time. No. Uh, so you sort of get why it's being done, and I think the show's trying to tell you something without, yeah, while entertaining you saying, here. Yeah. And, and yeah. I think that's cool.
0: And and also, I mean, we get a little thing there where where Beth is is complaining because uh Clark is on probation. Yeah, that's right. For her her participation. Um, and Beth is upset. They said, you shouldn't have gotten, you know, probation. And Clark says, no, no, no. I, I should have asked questions. I didn't. Yeah. She says, I kind of knew what was happening and I ignored it. Yeah. So I kind of deserve what I got. Yeah. And I,
2: I don't know. I, I see what she means. Yeah. I'll just say, I'll see, will see what she means. I don't want to get into a very long discussion here, but I, I I'm also incredibly sympathetic to her character, yeah, yeah, to the plight yeah. she was in. And should she have taken money from the mob? Probably not. Yeah. Was it likely the only way she could do yeah. this? Quite possibly. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. And of course, the show isn't trying to make you mad at her either. She's no, more no, doing I, the, yeah. I'm taking responsibility for my
0: actions. Yeah. Yeah. And Which, I think that adds to the sympathy for her. Yeah, that's her. right. That's right. Yep. Right. Like, 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 it's like, no, I, did, I, 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 I wasn't really involved in it, but I was partially involved in it, and I yeah. should have. I should. I knew kind of knew what was going on. I should have done something. I didn't. So you know, she's taking. Yeah, she said she's taking taking responsibility for her own actions, which yeah. I think is intended to show her in a more in a positive light. That's as well.
2: exactly what it's doing. Yeah.
0: Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. and so that she, you know, that that she deserves your sympathy. Yeah. Right. You That's know? right. Because um, again, you know, she could come off cross cross as just being angry and bitter, but she's not
2: no right. no she's amazingly not um yeah. she she's doing the thing that you know you you hear people who have or members of minority groups say all the time they, ha- they have to be better yeah than the majority uh because there's just people even even if they aren't people who are doing it consciously people are always looking for a way yeah. to push them down right so uh yeah yeah and she plays that uh, it's just it's it's great yeah
0: yeah and then of course he says and if somebody shows up with a station load of cash yeah. She says, you know, if a, if a state a green station wagon pulls up, I slam the door. Yeah. Of course. Now if it's something in baby blue. Yeah.
2: Did <laughs> you <then we> <laughs> <the free laughs> <phrase. laughs> Yeah, that's right. And then yeah, so. it's, it's 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 a nice ending. I like this one. Uh yep. I will watch anything with Robert Weber though. Like I'm a yeah. big fan of him in Rockford. Like he, I, I like him in other things too, but yeah. I really like him in Rockford because he plays the same weaselly, smarmy son of a bitch, and he plays he it so well, and I like it. Right. Yeah,
0: yeah. Every time you see him, you want to punch him in the face. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but also kind of kind of admire him a little bit yeah. while you're punching yeah. him. Yeah.
0: Well, you'd have a drink with him first. That's right. And he'd pour and you that drink. And then punch him in the face. That's yes. Right. He'd pour you that drink. Yeah. Um and you'd have it, and then you'd have to punch him in the face. Yep. Um, which, which again, you know, the fact that he what you want to punch him in the face shows that Robert Weber is playing him well. He's actually doing it well. Right? That's right. You yeah. Know? Um for sure. So, yeah, and, and also, the you know, the, the, the show, um, I, what I like about this episode is it makes those kinds of social, financial, economic, racial comments without banging it over your head.
2: Yeah, exactly. It, uh, if you think about it for a second, you go, oh, I see why she had to go to the mob. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So. And like, yeah, it's mentioned once. Right. When she says, I'm a woman and I'm black, and that doesn't help inside or outside the ghetto, that's the one time it's mentioned, but you know, it's there all the time,
0: but and it shapes how you see the rest of the episode.
2: It really does. Yeah. Yeah. It makes it, it's, it's important. And again, I think people have to realize that in 1975, this would be a woman running what looks like a pretty good sized business, a black woman running a pretty good sized business and employing and telling white people what to do was not a common thing. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah i mean a, a woman doing this would be difficult just generally
2: a woman but then throw right. another level of intersectionality on top of exactly
0: it, right? exactly yeah. um so yeah so that's the end of the episode and, uh, all that's left to say is uh did i miss anything dave
2: well there's like a small thing well the one thing i just wanted to once more uh, hi- uh highlight mclaughlin's performance i think there's a thing that she did that is something that uh sydney Poitier used to do which is this he would wouldn't always act like this, but in situations where he was confronted with really annoying white people, he would uh-huh. speak in this really formal register, which we all do. We all yeah. change the register of our way we speak, but he had this and it's clipped and short and direct and to the point. And it was, she did that and it was yeah, really cool. Just watching her act. I, I really, it was, I really, yeah,
0: was I, re- I refer to formal. that as talking white.
2: Yeah. That's exactly what's going on. No, the that's other. what that is. Right. Um, yeah. but it's, not always done and that's the thing that get that, no. that makes you realize oh i see why that voice is being put on yeah you know uh so it's it's pretty great uh the only other thing was right at the end when jim goes to look uh goes to take the uh make uh, make a call with the Remember, he's on the on the phone with the, in the yeah. phone booth and then he runs and gets the police car at this gas station that's of course a fake phone booth because jim runs by two real phone booths from that actual gas station yeah. <laughs> um so it's like why do they have one phone booth here that has different labeling than these two phone booths over here because those are the real ones uh so yeah that's about it steve okay
0: yeah so um uh is there anything you want to uh pimp or uh well well, how
2: about how about people should next week stay tuned to hear us talk about baba black sheep again because we'll have one of those uh, next week let's let's pimp that okay we'll pimp okay Okay. yeah Yeah, that's 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 about it Yeah. yeah
0: so uh where can they find you on the interweb
2: they can find me at D on Twitter and all the other things, Threads and Blue Sky and Spoutable and all the everything else. I'm D D-Broad, I'm Broadbeck everywhere, unless my brother Dan gets a hold of it first. What about you,
0: Steve? Right. Well, I'm I'm only on the Blue Sky and the X thing. Yeah. Um, at Doc Pinko. Um, mm-hmm. So if you want to get a hold of me, you can get a hold of me there.
2: There you go. Outstanding.
0: All right. So uh, I guess that's all that's left to say is goodbye.
2: Bye bye and bye bonds.
1: And the news is the head of the Maryland March nears Wellington. Our reporters say the column now seems to number in excess of four thousand people. It's been joined since early this morning by young and old, and in spite of rain, which set in late in the morning, the march's spirits are still high.
2: mouse pointer there it is okay <laughs> i should i should leave that part in where's my fucking mouse pointer um
1: hello hello peggy